It's it's a constant battle, Timber. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to this, the Ian Prendercast, another Carlton podcast brought to you as always by 121 Media and MGA, just MGA, like Prince and Madonna, just MGA now. Don't know what they do anymore, they're diversifying. Uh, just remember if at any time you think we're being negative, we all hate the joint. We want nothing good to come of its existence, despite us investing a great deal of emotional and financial collateral into following it week to week. We hate the place with a passion, so just remember that as always. Uh, my name is Sean Peterbudge. I'm joined as always by Dr. Davis, Timbo Slice. How are you? I'm good, thank you, Sean. It was uh, a relaxing day at the footy for the first time in some time, wasn't it? It was uh, found a lead a little bit later in the game and uh, actually got to, well, we enjoyed it and then the boys switched off a little bit, but um, you take your win and you take your six and two and it's all not too bad. Yes, we will get into that. Um, do you want to tell the listeners what you were doing just five or so minutes ago? Uh, just just waiting in the doorway, cold outside, no so, one letting me into the office. So Fab and I, we just said to Timbo that <laughs> we've only been doing the show in here for how many years now? About five. And what is this office, amongst other things, known for? Uh, delightful social environment. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> Free coffee. <laughs> Free coffee. <laughs> Both of those occasionally. Um, no, famously bad reception Correct Would be one of them Correct. So Timbo stood out there for how long? I actually stood out there for about three and a half, four minutes And I said, this is bullshit And I thought Fabian may have been making a point So I got back in the car and did the wordle instead <laughs> And then waited another five minutes And he did still didn't it? come down Yeah, it was uh, the one that I did It wasn't New York Times one, it was Brush uh-uh. Not bad Okay, anyway, well, that's yeah, delightful to know. <laughs> if anyone's doing that one, Timbo's just giving it away. What, have yeah. you, you abandoned the official Wordle, have you? Never really did it. I, 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 it took me a while to work out what the hell it was, and then by the time I worked it out is when he sold it to the New York Times, and I don't think I've ever done the New York Times version. I don't know which one I'm doing, it's just some app. But I'll just do the New York one. Yeah, okay. Because I imagine I'd be pretty pissed off if someone just stole my idea. Well, they didn't, they bought it. Yeah, they paid him. No, no, no. But you're doing like a black market pirate version of that. Yeah, they have to watch all these bullshit ads. And yeah. I'm not paying. Yeah, them. so someone's making money off that. Not paying to do some pirated version of old mate who's sitting in the jacuzzi drinking pina coladas. I think you should just do with the, with the longest list of five letter words you've ever seen in your life. I think you should just do the <laughs> official one. Um, and I'm of course we're also joined by Faber Ganoush. What's going on with you? I was going to say Buenos Aires. I had a had a blank for a moment. You know, I thought you were having a stroke. <laughs> they, it, it'll happen eventually. Um, what was the question? Just how, how are, are you are going? You? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pretty searching. Yeah, easy. Okay. I can understand. You'd forget it. Incisive. Yeah, yeah going well. Yana Vent style stuff. There, just getting right <laughs> to the core. That's a of name. Yana Vent. Nineties. Uh, well, early late eighties ish as well, I suppose. But whenever I think of Yana Vent, you know who else I think of? Jennifer Cott. <laughs> you know, I think of when you say Diesel. <laughs> Right on the tip of my tongue. That's one of the early pod stories that Fabian thought, you you thought you were telling like one of the great urban legends and it's like, that's done the rounds, that story. But the the new generation... The new generation doesn't even know who Jennifer Jennifer Kite or Diesel is. It has no like value. They might know him as Mark Lazotte. Didn't he have like... (laughs) 
Half-in? <laughs> yeah, that song that you were just singing. No, no, after. Like, when he changed. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Nah, Johnny Diesel, he's in the like the time capsule with, like, oh, was it Tommy uh, Emmanuel? Yeah. and oh, um, wait, wait. Who was that little kid he had with him yeah. all the time? Nathan Cavalieri yeah, was his yeah, name. Yeah. Camilleri. Yeah. Yeah, Cavalieri, yeah. yeah. And Daryl. See, Daryl should have quit with them. <laughs> they kept on bringing him back. He's dead. Who, Daryl? Yeah. No, Daryl's not dead. Do you know I what I love? I love Who the am I thinking of? Uh, the fellow that played uh, the duck. Like the a duck. Duck's ostrich. The, the ostrich. Aussie. He, he passed away. No one knew who the ostrich was. His name was surname was Carol because oh, it was wow. always Summers Carol or whatever. So his name whatever. was. I want to say on, his a, name on was. a sad note. Have you, have you seen John Blackman? No. Of late, he's he got he had cancer of, I think like around the jaw or whatever. He's got an artificial jaw. Oh, does he look yeah. like a like a ventriloquist dummy sort of thing? It's 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 a full bit of like plastic type setup. Mm. Yeah, it's quite sad to see. Was he a smoker? Don't know. Yeah. Well, thanks for bringing the mood down, fam. No, we'll we'll try our very best to. to oh, Tim wanted this. to play the game of is he dead or alive, or was that you? That was me. That was you. Sorry, sorry, Tim. That's all right. Apologise. All uh, is forgiven, Fabian. I love you. Uh, we're going to get into the ratings and reviews now. We've received some good ones this week, just for oh, a that's change. Not, that's, that's not fun. Which is which is pleasing. Um, and we've loved the reviews the last couple of weeks, so as always, keep them coming. We'll throw you a shout-out if you throw us a review. Uh, we've got uh, Pete is Maximus. The Blues are back. A fantastic, fun podcast with excellent balanced reviews of all things Carlton. And just when you think things couldn't possibly get any better, bang, 80s slash 90s bangers. Keep up the great work. Generally 90s bangers, but, you know. We know what you're saying. People love the 80s bangers too, but we're, oh. not, we're, we're, we're going with the 90s theme this year, which is fine. She's uh, not even know how to say this. So once again, some of these usernames are very confusing. It's just S-I-O-T-D-X. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's a co- like a code or... What is it backwards? Nothing, because it starts with an X and a D. I've been playing enough Wordle to know that that's not <laughs> a... Um, What's your go-to word to start with in Wordle? Music. Stare. Mine's earth. I get music because I want I want lots of vowels. Yeah, that's why I've got earth. I do stare because and then it I covers. go bingo. I generally avoid the A to start with because I figure that that's easy. It's an easy. It. It's an easy one to replace. So if you or get Ouija. an I a U or an I a U or a um, apparently that's the best word to use. Ouija. Ouija. I go stare, chomp. Sometimes I go build. Sometimes I go house. Fifteen letters covers them all. Just doesn't cover in house. Yeah. Three vowels. That's my. I want to. Want to cover that. and and S turns up in a few things, quite a few things as well. So you don't do a maze, no, because I think Z, Z's a wasted. <laughs> cover off the Z, the it's M, and com- an A. It's a completely wasted letter. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the best Carlton podcast. This is this review. Really enjoy the show, possibly because I generally agree with the analysis. I appreciate the fact that you guys are happy to be blunt about the club's shortcomings, but are also there to celebrate its success when warranted. It's balanced, and I look forward to it. Sean, Fab, and Tim all have their own take. And it does remind me of the various calls I get from mates to dissect what we saw over the weekend. You know your footy, and you call it as you see it, and you have fun doing so. Minor beef, a few minutes of banter is good, but move on. Keep it up, boys. Hey, listen, mate, I can't pronounce your name. Yeah? <laughs> you, were doing, you were doing good. You were doing real gonna, good. Now you're going to get a backhand. little bit. Now you're going to get a backhand. That's like a cranberry juice, isn't it? It was pretty sweet to begin with. <laughs> and then just at the end, ugh. Um... <laughs> so as you say cranberry juice, am I thinking of Sean? You should get this. Timbo won't get it. I don't know. When you say cranberry juice. Oh, Johnny Drama. Oh, not, I'm not thinking of Johnny, but you, yeah, you, you're in the right vicinity. Yeah, I don't know. 
It was Harvey when Harvey was like, <laughs> when he's cracking the shit when the guy ordered vodka cranberry. He goes, oh, why after 50 years <laughs> and never even having sipped cranberry juice? He's dead. The actor? Yeah. Oh, there you go. And by extension, the character, if they ever wanted to bring him back. He was one of the best characters in the show. Timbo refuses to watch the... Maury Chaken, I believe his name was. Dead. Um, <laughs> and then we've got JSAV88. Um, sent us some reviews with other famous people who have died. Uh, we've got... Uh, love the pod. Just here for the shout-out. Like it. Um, love the pod. Uh, makes the morning commute quite enjoyable. Would love to request Smashing Pumpkins. 1979 for the 90s bangers. The Blues are back. One of the early pod favourites, we did the uh, Craig Robinson DJ request from The Goods... We don't take requests. Yeah. So, <laughs> surefire way of not getting... Surefire way of never hearing the Smashing Pumpkins is to request them because it's not how it works. But you got your shout-out. But you got your initial shout-out, JSAV. So thanks for that and thanks for the review. Um, Prenda DJ from last week, just covering off on that, a couple of attempts. Uh, One last, phenomenal attempt. Last week's uh, was, of course, Joe Esposito's You're the Best Around. It was referencing Crips. Um, your mate, Adrian Salerno. He got it right, and he even put like a little karate outfit emoji in there as well. He said, P. Crips, three votes, hashtag the best, spot on. Rise Again Blues, surely a tribute to Crips, absolutely correct as well. So two right <laughs> Rise Again Blues, the uh, John McEnroe? Yep. Yeah. Um, and then we did have one from Lenny Dill, who I'm not going to read it all out because it is quite lengthy. It was a five-tweet opus. Um, it was very, very impressive. Um, yeah, it was just good, wasn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I like how he got there. Um, <laughs> it was very, very good. I mean, you're incorrect, but uh, <laughs> I think the he creativity knows. and the imagination was um, it outstanding. Was, that's the Ned Zelich Fantasy and Imagination Award. It was, it was. But he basically did the old kind of six degrees of Kevin Bacon style that linked from him to him yeah. to him to him to him. Very, very impressive. We did retweet it. Um, check it out if you haven't already. Uh, we're obviously going to get into the overview chat now about the game in general. And I just thought to myself, Timbo, as I sat there, I don't know, would have been at three-quarter time, I think. And then this was only further solidified come the final siren. If anything about Sunday's game illustrated the changing of the seasons that were Carlton and Adelaide's current uh, situations, it was that twice the siren denied the Crows certain goals. (laughs) And it just waited long enough for Charlie to kick his sixth in the last quarter before sounding... Um, after a decade of getting the pineapple, we are sipping pina coladas because, <laughs> yeah. my yeah. God. It, uh, it did shine on us on the weekend, didn't it? And, and it was funny. I sat with Brent Gleeson. Uh, Brent said exactly the same thing at the end. And uh, I was actually sitting with uh, Trent Bogue and his son Ace as well. You're so not going to list every one no, of the no, 25,000 people. Four that I was with, technically, <laughs> you were sitting with all of them. Well, this is true. But I, I had to laugh. <laughs> give I, us the bay. Yeah. Give us the bay and I can't seat number. It. We're in the medallion club. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree. We, we very early, we were getting a lot of free kicks too. and, and They it squared little, it up a bit. They the did. Yeah, there was a lot of junk free kicks. But, um, but yeah, we, um, we were looked after. Um, we executed when we needed to. They missed a couple that they probably never should. So they helped us um, on the run. Uh, there was a little bit of dissent that got uh, that got penalised, and uh, and yeah, the siren absolutely looked after us, and and yeah, the finishing touch of Charlie kicking one with only seconds to go, you've gone, yep, that's that's the day. Ultimately, and we've waited, we've actually longed for a day like this at the footy for a very very long time. The sort of heady old days of a pretty regulation win against a relatively ramshackle opponents that smacked of. 
winter afternoons out at Princess Park in a lot of ways where you'd just roll up and the game was over at half time and you'd well and truly put it to bed in the third and you might take your foot off the gas a little bit in the last, but the, the game as a, as a result in a contest is over. It's just by how far. Um, now, I think, Fat, we just need to be clear. It is, it is only Adelaide, and I've got a point to make on this a little bit later on, so we'll double back. You know, maybe I'm greedy, but this is just another step in the evolution of a football team becoming better. It's just putting teams away professionally, yep. minimum of fuss, just getting the job done. And I said, maybe I'm greedy because I want to cycle through those gears pretty quickly. But the encouraging thing for me is just at the moment, for the first time in a long time, we actually have a brand. Yeah. We're ranked first in total disposals, ranked first in total marks, first in clearance differential. Basically, we like to control the ball and the stoppage. And we did that really, really well when the game was to be won. Uh, the Crow- Crows clawed a bit of that differential back late, but when the game was on the line, we just blew them away. Do you want to have I, I agree and the whole thing about control it's it's, well, it's obviously easy to control things when you when you have it so you know just in, rather than trying to play kamikaze football or unstructured football I think what we've gone back to is let's try and control what we can control because obviously the opposition is going to have their crack so we, we've set ourselves up to at least have this structure where have enough of the ball and do what we want to do with it and see if that works. And you need to be a good and contested team yeah. to win big games. And what we're starting to see is we don't always get that right, but we're starting to see a bit of consistency in game style. You know what's good, though, about the brand? I made this note as I was riding around today because we actually haven't done one of these. We haven't done a wrestling parable for a while. No. and this one It was is, a staple of the plot. It was a staple early on, and it's coming back right now. So Eventually, you know, there'd be listeners who don't know about the, the, por- the portrait. They wouldn't. The buff, <laughs> uh, the buff Bagwell portrait, of course. Um, early, early listeners. Marcus but. Bagwell, who was, of course, uh, Buff Bagwell in WCW and later the WWF slash E, now a gigolo. Um, <laughs> he wasn't very good either. Well, we didn't. Well, we we're in no position to critique his services, but he he obviously had a business there for a while as a gigolo. As a gigolo. Yeah. I think he had some. Health. I think he's alive. He's not dead, but he had some health. He's not battles. on the list. No, he's not on the list. <laughs> um, he had some health battles. But I was riding around. I was thinking, and I just need a disclaimer. People who have listened to me talk about this long enough, I always feel the need to preface any stories about wrestling with this disclaimer, Timbo. I find very few things in life more boring than the actual wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Just has never done anything for me, but. A lot of the other stuff I find quite fascinating. I love the behind-the-scenes stuff. I love the egos and the politics and the stories on the road. Like, I could listen. Stone Cold's got a great podcast, and I could listen to him talk shop just with guys from yesteryear, just all day. I just love all that stuff. But the very first Hell in a Cell match was this really good story build where the idea was Shawn Michaels, HBK, the heartbreak kid, sexy boy, was ducking the Undertaker. He was the chicken shit heel. And he, just, he would always wriggle away and his mates would always help him and he was the champion. He just The Undertaker couldn't get his hands on him, blah, blah, blah. And it came to his pinnacle at a big pay-per-view inside the big cage. The cage had a roof on it. So you've seen it. It's, fucking, can, yeah. it's massive. It's this big, giant cage. And the idea was it lowered. And when it lowered on them, he was all of a sudden, he was spooked. And it was actually a really good bit of storytelling. Like he, if you watch it, like he's, he's trying to get out. He's trying to unlock the cage and his mates are trying to help him on the other side and the lights are going on. He's... He's ducking and he's freaked out by everything. 
Because the idea was when you get in the cage, there's no escape. And at the moment, when we're at our best, it doesn't matter if you're Adelaide, it doesn't matter if you're a really good Bulldogs midfield, it doesn't matter if you're the Tigers, when you get in the cage, Cripps, Hewitt, Walsh, Chera, they beat you up. They do. They really do. You can't get out, you can't escape. They get in, they lock the gate. We are a dominant ruckman away from total domination. And it's over. And I'm not mm. talking about just against the teams we've beaten. I, I'm, I'm talking about I'm with a, a, if a ruckman, the equal of Max Gorn, I'd love to see our midfield. Oh, that's unrealistic because he's as good a ruckman as we've seen. In I'm saying it, but if we had geez, a, how long? a ruckman of that calibre, I think our midfield could go head-to-head with theirs. Imagine Justin Madden tapping to this mob. Be a bit slow, Timber. No, no, but like he's, as far as a tap, tap ruckman goes. Yeah. How would Max Gorn deal with the water <laughs> bottle, the squirt to the face? It might throw him off. It really would. One of the great, actually, one of the great stories, Harry. Of course, they changed the rules because of him. One of the few players in the history of the game. Which one? Well, they changed. Like, so you know, he used to lean all over his opponent, and then, like, late in the game, he just smashed the ball over the boundary line, like again and again and again. He was so dominant. They just they tightened up a few rules to kind of curtail his influence. That's a good point. But what's really good, and we did it yesterday, as I said, is just control the stoppage. Came within the the diaphragm of winning a Brownlow medal. 91, I think it was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a very good player. Um, but yeah, that, that was my big takeaway. I just thought teams get in the cage and they get beaten up. And we've, we've, we haven't been. We had a shocker against um, the Suns and that was as much to do with probably adjusting to life after Pitto for that week at least and not being able to do that, yep. which was very, very frustrating. But it's so incredibly encouraging that we rock up to games with the, our opponents being just as mindful of our weapons as we are yeah. and going, oh, Jesus Christ, there's not much we can do 6-6-6 going toe-to-toe with these blokes at the stoppage. They're probably going to win it. The, the thing that we need to be mindful of is how much do they win it by yeah. and then what are we doing to combat that. So it's pretty, it's pretty good stuff. Um, we also spoke last week, Tim, I think a note worth putting out here is just improved front half work rate. Uh, and it was on show again yesterday. We got it in, we locked it in, and just strangled the life out of them. It was the lock in was the bit again that I locked, and um, and and the guys, the pressure they put on down there, just controlling it. It was it was funny. We have a few whipping boys, and you know, Cotters gets you know uh, gets a bit of our eye from time to time. But when that change was made, and his pressure coming outside of, you know, trying to come out of 50 and all that sort of stuff, he really played a good role yesterday, I, I think if you come off the bench having played a half less than everyone else, the only thing that should be a... Well, a lot of things should be a non-negotiable, but just effort. Your pressure should mm. be exceed others. But, but he, he was dirty. more more willing to take the obvious kick, even though it might have been... In a dangerous area, if yeah. it's it was on and it was in an area of the ground, like going through the middle or something, I think Maddie Cottrell, whether it was circumstance or you know the opposition we were up against, but he did more than just getting the ball and going backwards. <laughs> Simon Story style. Is this hat hat away? Not at the Roxbury. Not at the Roxbury Classic. Oh. Early 90s. Dance banger. It started as a skit on Saturday Night Live. Night at the Roxbury did, yeah, with uh, Jim Carrey. 
bit of its own little niche classic, that one. It's a, it's a brilliant track. Good track. I'll talk about the movie, but whatever. Oh. I thought, when you, when you went brilliant, I was thinking, I thought you were going to pan the movie. You weren't talking about the no, movie. I was talking about Hathaway's one and only hit. Mate, if you're going to have a hit... Make it a good Make one. Make it a good one. <laughs> hey, look at Seal. People think he's good. He's got two absolute bangers. I reckon one. I reckon... You no, know he's what, had two. What's the other one? Crazy. Crazy. Uh, crazy's amazing. Nah, crazy's good. Crazy's, crazy's good. amazing. Why do we play that song, Tim? Because we're crazy. No. Why do we just play Hathaway, Oh, because Tim? the Blues yeah, are back, Jesus. baby. <laughs> it's the one thing you have to do every week, Timbo. I give you the layup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like magic to Kareem. It was. But Kareem's, yeah. Timbo's got the goggles yeah. off and it's on the bench. Kareem's got his back turned. You don't know what he's looking for. Um, yeah, it's... Kareem's still in the mosque looking for himself. <laughs> I, I always That's listen. a reference to winning time. Have you seen it, Timbo? I've just started watching it. I've got good. three episodes mm, in. I wouldn't say it's very good. I like it. I'm having fun yeah, with it. No, it's good. But it's not like... Phenomenally amazing. It's good. It's very watchable. Have you got but up to Larry Bird fun. yet? I'm up to date. I just got to watch tonight's episode. Monday. Yeah, I like Larry Bird. I like when they got knocked. The Celtics got knocked out of the conference finals. And he pants to the and camera. He, and Larry Bird looks at the camera and like directly speaks to Magic. Yeah. He goes, "It's quite good." Larry Bird's just played as a real dickhead. All right. Is it the one where he says he's the best I've ever seen? No, he's certainly not that magnanimous in yeah, this. Okay. Um, did you want a fun stat? Give it to me. So. I went through this because I thought this was a very high number and I did some research. Inside 50s? Yep. Yep. They did talk about it on the... Uh, oh, bullshit. Yeah, they did. Oh, no, you're shitting me. 72. 74. 74. Well, they were on 74 <laughs> when they announced it. Yeah. What did they, they announce? they went inside 50, so... What did they announce? Because I didn't see this. It was the equal highest inside 50 count that Carlton Fuck. had since they've kept the stat. They've stolen my fucking stat. Who said this? Jordan Lewis, I think it was. Yeah. <sighs> I think we average... Or, or like, they they so said something like 60 is, is really good. And that's got just taken the wind out of my sails. Sorry, mate. It's all right. <sighs> There's no recovering from that. You are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> well, you were. And the worst thing about it is, if, well, at least a stats guy I can handle it, but Jordan it's, Lewis being fed the stat. But that's gold. It was a really good stat, actually. Fuck. So I credit you with doing it. <laughs> it's okay, Stato. Even though you didn't uh, footnote old uh, Louie. Well, he was talking about pinkies down at Warnable. Was that the pizza joint or what? Yeah. Yeah. But basically, like, we averaged 55 a game. Yeah. And we had 74. It's a good so number, our previous best was 64. And you went through and I was like, I thought, I sort of did these different things. I go, the last time we had more than 70 in a game was in 2008. Oh, we? And the last time we had 74 was in 2000 in a win against Sydney. Yep. Wow, we? So you sort of like, a lot. that's telling you, whew, whoa, getting the ball in a lot. Yep. Putting them under extraordinarily amount of pressure, and we left a lot of goals out on the field yesterday. And Harry hit the post twice. Charlie Kerno on a couple of set shots, and he, he's always funny. Those really long ones, he does like to just run around a little bit and which, shape it. Which one is my one that infuriated me? Lockie O'Brien. A Lockie O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. Eh. Oh, Sean. Look. Sean. The guy on the mark he's, is is nearly on the post. He's got to kick it. No one should miss that. Yeah. No, no. He should have kicked it. No doubt. I reckon Harvey's at. 50% chance of kicking that. Please. Paddy would kick it. I'm, se- I'm serious Paddy would kick it. Sean, it's actually... He, With someone on the he's, mark. He's gone back too far. With someone on the mark, your six-year-old son, seven-year-old son would kick that goal. Nearly eight. You take a giant We're step- going down to the park. <laughs> and I'm putting him under the pressure. I'm going to stand on the mark. The one thing Harvey You're loves doing, which is why we can't do kick the kick in the backyard... Loves booting it over the fence. Yeah, I reckon he'll. I, I don't think he'll. I think he'll score. I think he'll kick a point. I think it'll shank it to the left. 
We're on. Good. We're on. He's going to be kicking it. He's eight. He's going to be kicking. He's going to need to kick it over you. 17, 18 meters. The guy is on the on the post. Yeah, but um, yeah, but he didn't mark it on the post. So he marked it like in between the point post and the goal and the goal post. It was a terrible positioning from the man on the mark. He'll actually, if I stand where I should yeah. stand, his his angle will be f- like. He won't be able to see an opening. His he'll be, angle will he'll be, be on the point post. He'll be trying on to the point goal. post trying to kick yeah. it over me. What happens if Harvey nails it? He won't. So there's no if. No, what happens if he does? He won't. Slap the Jets. Sean, you're going to give the kid something. He's got to kick it. He's got to kick it, yeah, probably 12, 13 metres without – because as soon as he plays on, I'm rushing him. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> bury the seven-year-old. He's going to shatter his patella. Yeah, as soon as he sh- – I'm, I'm rushing Imagine him Imagine he dances around Sean. No <laughs> chance. Mate. Breaks his ankles. Absolutely none. No chance. I will, I will like, spear that man – Goldberg that, style. Who was that giant centre in the NBA who Steph had just dancing around? I can't remember. It was Paul, this poor bugger. <laughs> I do, when you do see some of the YouTube collections of guys breaking ankles. Who was the... And, um, oh, it is lovely. David yeah. Cunningham sold the Bulldogs Ruckman a couple of years ago. <laughs> An unbelievable... Just danced around him. Just made him look like a complete... <laughs> like a Ben Hudson. Leo Messi oh, does know. one where the defender looks like he got Boateng. shot. He looks the, like he got shot. No, Boateng yeah, just was. falls over. <laughs> he does. His legs don't even move. <laughs> yeah, it's against Bayern. <laughs> <laughs> He just gives him the eyes. I don't think yeah. Leo did anything yet. Yeah. No, he didn't. He just thought he might move. Didn't know what he did. He, he gave to him the try hips. And he did he well in the field in the in the, pra- in the practice match. Yeah, who are you go- blind turning around, Wells? No one near you. <laughs> <laughs> like just, Jack Jack Watts style. Just played out a little differently than the way the that best he thought is, sort of unfolding. Jack Watts. They all um. <laughs> the, the members got so excited with that blind turn against nobody on the wing. <laughs> Hulahan did a good one. I think I can't remember who we were playing. It was in the MCG. Ryan Hulahan did a did like a blind turn. He went around someone. He didn't need to do the blind turn to do mm. it because he was still like running away from goal kind of thing. He was running. Juddy's pirouette against Melbourne, where he's kind of half on his knees. Yeah, when he won the hardball. Yeah, that that that's that's the best I've seen. Yeah, I mean that's a very specific highlight. I'm just off the top of my head now. I can't think of any. It's right. You can't think of any other one. But you, you I mean, know that one. I'm pretty confident that an eight-year-old child's not going to sell me candy and dance around me. <laughs> I'll stake myself real wide and then just push him over. If he, if he nails it, the door I will start writing his name in the book. <laughs> I guess keep an eye out on Keep an eye on this kid. Guess, can we move him into fucking Epping or something so we can get him at the NGA? What is it, Next Generation? Is that what it is, Timbo? Uh, the Next Generation yeah. Academy. Uh, so ultimately, I think Sunday night happens because we put North away the week earlier, much in the same way that Port happened because we didn't put the Hawks away. Yep. And I think that the, the results are sort of correlations in the sense that it's as much about convincing ourselves as it is our opposition. We mentioned earlier the whole thing about getting inside the cage. They go to the stoppage going, these guys aren't just good at stoppage. They may be the best in the competition. Yep. So same thing here. When you put some points on North last week, it gives us the confidence to go to this week and go, let's go. Yep. So the last two weeks have been baby steps, but they've been I think they've been positive steps all the same. Mm. Um, it's what we need to be doing. It's what we should be doing. And unfortunately, it's now time for Johnny Raincloud. People aren't going to like this because it's time to get negative. Oh, well, we may be positive. You know when Winnie the Pooh disguised himself as a raincloud to scare the bees? No. Yeah, it's a classic moment. That's what's going to happen right now. So, 
Fab, you and I had a chat about this earlier today. Yeah. We had a spirited chat about it on uh, our recently resumed phone calls, Timbo. Wow, eh? Um, and I will be accused of being a Johnny Rainclown or being negative, you know, pissing on people's chips, all that. And I'm happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 what did... Uh, was it Michael Henriksen? Someone, Lance Henriksen. Someone pissed on your sandwich or something. Oh, yeah. It was a weird, like, Nordic phrase. Yeah. Which wasn't too dissimilar. So Sean's going to go and piss it's on everyone's sandwich. It's basically the Scandinavian pissed on your chips. Yeah. But they have sandwiches. Yeah. They don't, obviously don't eat chips. Um, so, look, I'm not getting a carried away, Timbo, with two regulation wins against two bottom four teams. And neither should you. The last two weeks, winning, like, winning by the eight-odd goals that we have, is a pass mark. We probably left 10 percentage points on the table across the two weeks. Possibly. Yeah. So, so far, six and two for me is a soft pass. I think it's... I honestly think if you were grading us, I reckon you'd give us... If I'm going to be pretty hard, I reckon it's like a C plus. Yeah, I, I think you're being... Possi- no, and I'm- so we played what? We played, we've beaten one team in the eight... Yeah, yeah, no, look, everything you have said and are going to say, I reckon, will be bang on. So, but this is a team team. But, but you can be, you can be a... a happy just, to win. Yeah, yeah Always yeah. happy to win. But this is a team that two years ago in 2020, and people were at pains to talk about this at the time, rated itself a finals team. That's yeah. two years ago. So we're behind schedule by that measure. And... Enjoy it as much as you want. Enjoy it as much as you feel appropriate. Enjoy winning each week because it's great. Enjoy it as much as you feel comfortable enjoying it. Um, but we haven't taken the scalp But, but yet. Let's, let's not be doing cartwheels just yet. It's round eight. And I say all this because I said this to Fab. What's the common denominator in our last three finals exits? Sydney? I don't know what they're all away. Yeah, I was yep, going to say yep, I, I, yep, yep, it's yep. not that I'm not in this conversation, but I can't answer the question. I know the answer to. Well, you can, but so we were funneled into state, yep. and we were funneled into state in each of those years because we dropped points, or we dropped percentage, or we let the let the chance to host the game, or to get to the top four, we let it slip. Yeah. Because of complacency or lack of maturity or whatever the ex- excuses or explanations were, we were funneled into state. And I don't want to get to season's end and lament percentage or a lax result costing us a home final or a double chance because they're the fine margins that make the big difference in the end. And I do agree. The one thing, and, and clearly I'm a cup half full man too. Um, You've got two cups. They're but, both full. But, but I feel... I feel like there's a whole lot of improvement in this group. And the, I, but this is the thing, Tim. There needs to be. And there needs to be. Look, I, I don't and I don't disagree, but I just I just feel like we're genuinely scratching the surface. I, I, I think I think as you sort of said, we found an identity, but I still think we need to need it to grow and blossom and and and, and really you know, us grow into our own thoughts of ourselves. And I look at the Melbournes and I look at the Brisbane's and the Geelongs, they're not getting any better. They are, they are what they are. So they can go about doing what they're doing. Frio's going, and that result, lo- lovely. That that result to me is the spectre. Yeah, you know the Suns as well. But you kind of go and the Suns was disappointing. I oh, think there's, Suns there's, there's, a, there's a clear difference yeah. between the Suns and the Frio game. I think. Suns also took Sydney scalp on the weekend, who who had been playing half decent footy too. So we I did text you. Both. We bloods. weren't Daniel LaRusso there. Timbo's so. um, Who did I, te- did I text both of you or just you? Uh, I've got nothing from either of you. Yeah, well. I, bas- I said Timbo, and I'll fight people on this. <laughs> I don't know if it's that extreme. 
Sydney aren't I'll that meet good. You at Honestly, the, the, the media, the media have to get off. Sydney aren't good. Sydney are okay. No, nah, Timbo, they're not that good. They are okay. They have awesome players, like top end players, and then a whole bunch of schifets are running around them. Honestly, they're not that good. Geelong are not that good. You know who I think is real ordinary, and you can fight me on this. North. While we're issuing challenges, West Coast. Nah, Nick Larky, the lizard. Nick Larky, Nick Blakey. Oh, what's his name? Nick. Oh, Nick Larky, shit house as well. No, I like Nick I like Blakey. Nick Larky, and I do like Blakey as no, well. Larky's crap. And no, Larky's good. No, let's look. Please, he's a bit of a shithead for what he did, but mate, he's a he's an Adrian Deluca. He's in a playing. Oh, he's a much better footballer. Nah, he's going to he's going to play a lot of AFL football. I think North he's got, He's got a lot of upside, and I think he's he's got a good kick on him. Uh-huh. Well, we'll see when North's going to be better. Yeah, yeah. Well. They chose him over Ben Brown, and they look like complete yeah. <laughs> no, let's not that's, that's not part of the story. No, though, it is, though. Yeah, uh, look, their it list is. management they, they has got nothing to do with him priori- being... He's a good footballer. No, he's not. He's and ordinary. Nick, but Nick... Nick Blake, he's very overrated. I reckon he's very good. The man with no kind of chin He's neck. got no shoulders. It's nothing there. It's got just one long he's area. He's like a pole. <laughs> I like him. I, I really like him. Yeah, good on you. He's terrible. Really? Yeah, he's rubbish. He's still very much finding his way. Like, he's not without talent at all, oh, but he's... Timbo, he's super he's still talented. Trying to, still trying to find it all. I don't know why we're talking about these two idiots, but the point I want to make, just on this whole thing... <laughs> I think you brought is, it up. ...is... Oh, someone started talking about Sydney. It was you, wasn't it? You called him Nick Larkey when he was Nick Blakey. But yeah. no, no, I just said the Gold Coast got a hold of Sydney on the Yeah, way. whatever. But ultimately, I think what we need to be really careful of you know, moving forward and what we need to grasp is the opportunity because... We're going to have something, or we have something, that every team yearns for, and that is the big partisan home crowd. Mm. Richmond saw it. It's worth a couple goals. And at the moment, we just haven't insulated ourselves against a slip-up. No, we haven't. So but we're I at don't the back think, of every queue. Like, I don't we're, think and like we're, hey, we're in the four. If, even if we pick up a game on Brisbane and Frio next week, we'll still be fourth. Yeah, I understand that, but four points is better than, no than percentage. So... You can control your own destiny, but I I agree that why not both? Yeah, I understand that, but <laughs> as I don't, that little Mexican girl once said, the little old old El Paso girl. Um, Someone I don't turned think, around and said, "We don't have enough fucking meat, mate." I don't think the last fortnight necessarily has been disappointing by way of look. Yeah, we didn't fill up as much as we could, and I did have a little cheeky live ladder at three quarter time to see what we were going to be. And there was a lot of live laddering going. And the um, well, there's wish I didn't lot. do that because then I was quite disappointed Mate, by the end of it. There's going to be a lot of live laddering going on for the rest of the year. Um, but I think I think the opportunities were lost in the Port Adelaide and Hawthorne games. They were far worse. There, than that, no, that, that's, no, and that's this is this is all the same story. Yeah, this is all what we're yeah, we've left we've left some percentage on the yeah. thing. But where I differ from you is, and I know you don't like this. You give me six and two, and I am a happy because we can launch our season from here. No one said that. We usually two and six. No, 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 no. No one said I was unhappy to be six and two. No, no, I never said. That. I didn't even say that this morning. I, I was no. worried that your comprehension. You, you seemed. I was concerned, Timbo, when the phone call. It's the ended, hemoglobins. That's what he thought I was saying. You know, when you're talking to someone, and you're like, you're not getting it. I'm concerned. No, six and two is good, but that's what it, it's. It's good. No, I think it's great. No. No, no, we haven't proven anything at six and no. two yet. Like we're six and two with an opportunity we're to six and two with shape a, a season. We're six and two having played the weakest part of our draw. Yeah. And six and two is is good. Yeah. It's okay. a launching pad. Who, who, uh, take out Melbourne and take out Brisbane. 
Yeah, so they've taken out the two best teams. We yeah, haven't no, played them but, yet. Yeah, but, we, but we're not going to get near them even when we play them. So take out them. We've already beaten Melbourne once this year. Relax. We had about 90,000 metres in penalties given to us. It's we kicked five fun. goals from 50-metre penalties. No one's played better against Melbourne this year than us. Correct. It was a pre-season game. That's Doesn't all. matter. If they you want to if you, if you want to piss on look, sandwiches, no, no, no. They, <laughs> they left. They left all their good players on to claw the margin back. Yeah, and we're at, we're at a half forward line of Plowman. Uh, so I'm not saying we're. Are we seriously going to critique no, 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 a pre-season no, no. game? No one's saying Why that. We, no, no, no. No one's going to say. No one's saying that we're going to front up against Melbourne and roll them. Luke Parks was on the half forward. But line. But this idea that <laughs> this idea that we didn't take their A team, like Gorn was there, Petrarca was there, Oliver was there. Viney was out there, Jackson was out there, and Harry McCoy played. But were they SI Morella style busting a nut? At the end, they were. Yeah, like they'd been given a rocket. Yeah. Yeah, but my point is, take out Brisbane and Melbourne. They are the two obvious front runners for mine. We can't take them out, Fab. That's like saying, "Geez, you know, United'd be a real sniff of the Premier League if you just took out Liverpool and City." Yeah, but we're not. Yeah, but there's so many. Are we going for a premiership this year? I don't think we're anywhere near. I know. know there's... Carlton, do yeah. you want to play Carlton in a grand final? No, I want to play for Carlton in a grand final. <laughs> no, it doesn't make no, but you're not not in a grand re, final. No, but realistic, in, in a this final. is part of the bigger conversation that no, but I'm, get what yourself I'm into is, a position like Richmond did. Get yourself into a position. I give us every chance to beat every other the, team in see, the in the competition. See where the cards fall. Yeah, I understand that, and it's not going to go our way if we finish uh, seventh. And we sneak into seventh and we've got to go to bloody wherever. My, my point is I'm confident matching up against every other team. I'm confident matching up against every other team bar the top two. So if if we can... I'm looking forward to matching up against them. I, I've got this weird thing where I think we will be better against better sides. That's why exactly why I'm looking forward to playing them because I think that there will be a lack of complacency. I think we'll... We'll be better with the underdog tag. We'll be better without the pressure, hmm. and we'll be better as the sea biscuit running from behind. So is my attitude on that. So, like I said, people will probably say I'm being a bit negative. But, uh, but our conversation started do, with when what I said what I'm trying to do is look ahead. And this week, in terms of looking ahead, this week is an excellent examination. Yes, against a team in iffy form away from home who have the wood on us. That's why I want to if beat. If you them. beat the Giants, whoever the Giants may be at the moment. That's a that's a tick. Yep. We, we need to account for this mob purely because they've embarrassed us. No, they beat us with no, sixteen no. on the field. That's right. That's a while ago. They got better when they, they had less. No, they didn't get better. We got worse. <laughs> they opened up more space. They had less players on the ground, and we we looked worse. They have done to us what they should have. You know, when we talk about taking care of sides oh, yes, that you're much better, that's what they've done. They've never left. They've never given us a sniff. Unfortunately, Jeremy Finlayson. We've already played him this year, so we don't have to worry about him. That is true. But and look, hold on. It was a Matty Cruiser snap. Was that against? It was against. That was Port. That Port. was Port. We had a good winning. One good winning against the Giants at Marvel. Yeah, that was when Weedering did the big soccer out of midair out to the back flank. It was when Liam Jones moments. played his first game as a defender um, on Jonathan Patton. Played really well that day. Classy opponent, no doubt about it. Um, but yeah, look, so enjoy the wins because wins are great. But this is all about qualifying. This is a 22-week qualification period to get the best spot you possibly can to attack something that's worth more than four points in May. Yep. It's all about t- ticking boxes, getting percentage, just keeping the points ticking over 
and making sure you're in a position whereby when it comes to finals football, we get a home final. Yeah. And and we get to, like the power of that 2011 game was just magnificent to finally get to have to have losses against Brisbane and Sydney to finally get one at home. And you saw what it meant in the crest of the wave and they ended up smashing the Bombers. Yeah. Good day. You know, but then we get funneled to the Eagles. The reason we played the Eagles over there is because we dropped a game to them here earlier in the year. We yep. were chasing them all year. There's nothing wrong with wanting for more, but I think you can enjoy... I just said I have enjoyed the wins, Fabian, but I'm not sitting there thinking we're beating... It's not enough yet. We're beating the, some of the worst teams in the competition. Yeah, the you're scum. Like, you're like, great. We're dealing with the scum. Yeah, we're, we're picking the scum off our toes. <laughs> we haven't played Essendon yet. Don't... <laughs> Yeah, well, the the one comment that I made going into the game was, or, or you know, a post review was, we just covered them for talent everywhere, and and we played them last year, and they hung around, and we had to they got the jump we, on us. We had to be good defensively to be able to hang on and keep them out, and all that. The sort only of stuff. reason we won that game was because Saad made a nut busting run like the length <laughs> of the field and got us going. We were about three or four goals down. Yeah, Liam Jones and Weedering were clearly our two best players that day, and. It was when Williams smashed someone's face into the turf and got suspended for a week. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> remember, one. like they were wrestling on the. One of them had done a bit of a dirty sort of some afters, and they were wrestling out out of bounds. And Williams walked up and from behind him, he picked him up and smashed his head into the ground. <laughs> and it was just like it was just incredibly, okay, okay. incredibly <laughs> careless, <laughs> just unbelievably needless. Um, did you have any more comments, uh, Faber Ganesh? No, you didn't. You didn't have anything else to say. No. Oh, it's another one. It's another 90s banger. Mm, bit of chumbawamba. Off your list, Timbo. It is. Yeah. I didn't read your list. I didn't send you the list. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have opened it. You know what? This is a deep cut, Fab. World Cup 98 video game. The road to the World Cup? No. That's a different game. The official game of the World Cup. This is the menu song. What are you looking at me like that? Is it? Yes. We'll be singing when we're winning. We'll be singing. Ah, uh, what a banger. What a tune. What a year. I reckon that's still the best World Cup. It was fun. It was just a great World Cup. You know what? I, re- I really enjoyed 2014. Was that, was that when Dennis Bergkamp kicked that goal? That was 94. All right. No. That'll be a no. <laughs> that was. Oh, it was 98, wasn't it? That was either 98 or it was a Euros. <laughs> no, it was a World Cup. There was 98 then. That is bear come. That is bear come. He's yelling. Ten times. Well, it was an unbelievable goal. I actually showed it. I sit next to a girl at work, Zanny George. And Zanny. Shout out. Zanny. We <laughs> love Zanny. And um, it was just something one of the other fellows in the office had said. And I just, I searched for the 10 best bits of commentary in world sport ever. And um, and it was number one. It's <laughs> not the greatest piece and, of commentary and, and as I said, just, as I, I sent it to her and I said, Apparently Dennis Bergkamp kicked the goal. I'm not sure how I know that, <laughs> but um. Dennis Bergkamp, like some of the you know unbelievable strikers of that era, no doubt, like a Batistuta and these guys. And, oh, Batty goal! What a phenomenon! But if you went like top ten Dennis Bergkamp goals, they'd be just like breathtaking. Yeah, the one where he splits the against Newcastle, Newcastle. where he sends the ball the other way. But, my mind is blown. I'm, yeah. I always look at it from the point of view. As the ball was coming, was to that him, against Nikos Dabizas? Probably, but as the ball was coming towards him, he thought, 
I'm, I'm going to flick this I'm over this bloke this guy. and no, run he didn't turn. He goes, I'm going to flick it. I'm going to like split him, basically. Yeah. I'm going to send the ball one way. I'm going to go the other way. But I'm going to put enough English on the to ball actually, that it's going to To actually do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah. I love when training round stuff comes off yeah. on the pitch. But he just... He Argentina's just, goal, free-kick goal against England... In that phenomenal World Cup game. That's one of the greatest World Cup games ever. Yeah, absolutely. Look, the Michael, very, the, very unlucky, the Sol Campbell goal. The Michael Owen goal is phenomenal. But the free kick just on half time, where they have a guy, they take it short, they have a guy peeling off the wall, they just pass it to him. Mm. Stop, left foot, smack. Have you ever seen the 98 England versus Argentina game? That's the well, round that, of 16. That's my homework for this at, week. Uh, no, it, at uh, San Etienne. I'd say that's one of the best, probably the best... Beckham World Cup sent, game I've seen. Beckham gets sent off. Oh, I do remember that game. I was watching it. Sol Campbell's goal gets ruled out for nothing. Just nonsense. Great game. Unbelievable game. Um, chicken salads now. A bit disappointed. My phone was flat at this point, so I wasn't able to celebrate <laughs> Your phone it. was flat very early. You're on 8% pre-game. Nine. Nine. I was on 8% by the time I got into the venue. Yeah. What happened to the Nighthawk? No, the, the stats guys were using it, so I had to okay. use well, it's a hotspot. And I thought I'd bought a cord to charge in the car, but I hadn't. Um, so my phone was dead at this point, so I couldn't properly celebrate it at the time. We only got one message about it, which is pretty disappointing. Lockie O'Brien took a kick in. Oh, yes. And we only got the one. Now, look, in fairness, I think that was a case of him just being closest to the ball and taking it quickly. But he got a kick in, he hit the target, and he got us up the field. Was that the one straight up the guts? Uh, no, that was Doc. That was Doc. That was because no, that was, what was good out, about Doc. That was Doc, outrageous. Doc went about, left. Hey, 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 we're not talking about Doc taking kickings. We're talking about Lob taking. No, kick-ins. no. But what was nice about Doc one is he came towards the members' pocket, like he went left and then just kind of. You know what I feel like? I feel step like, back and someone I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Walsh. It's just Fisher. gone. It's coming for me. Yeah, Fisher because yeah, he did, did the knock on. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, you have Seinfeld fans. Yeah. Like Jack Klompus when he's you know talking to Jerry about the Cadillac. You think I've been ridden the Cadillac? I've ridden the Cadillac thousands of times. <laughs> you, you, think I you think I haven't seen Doc take a kick in? I've seen Doc take thousands of kick ins, and you're here talking about a fucking kick in from Doc. Lockie O'Brien takes one kick in. That's what we're celebrating here. Pull your head in. Jack Klompus reminds me of my mate Ant de la Sola. <laughs> that's not. A, that's not good. Jack Klompus is dead. <laughs> well, yeah, he was about eighty in the, when the yeah, show was made. Twenty five years yeah. ago. Welcome to the Ian Brendercast, where we point out. We're fast becoming the <laughs> obituaries. Dead. <laughs> yeah, if you do know any celebrities that are dead, hit us up. Well, they said today that the fellow that played uh, the Minder in Minder, he passed away. Minder, Dennis Weaver, was it? I don't know. I want to say Weaver, but I might be wrong. Don't know who it is. Oh well, well he's dead now. So yeah. whatever. Well, um, so yeah, looks. Uh, Lockie took the kick in, and uh, you know what was good about it too, more than anything else. They've kicked the behind. I think Rochelle might have kicked the behind from yep. memory. And he was obviously just in the passage of playing D50, and he's just thought, fuck it, I'll just take it quickly. Mm. He just went. He just went, that's really, that's clever. There's lots of space. The game is like, it's late in the game. Don't wait for someone to trot over and, mm. you know, yeah. play it quickly. Got the advantage of some people open, go take it. So that's the number one chicken salad, and uh, that's the end of the show. You know <laughs> what I hate? If you take that quickly and there's that stupid, ah, oh, you put the ball back in the bag and they take, they make you physically put the thing in the bag. They, no, no, they don't even make you do that. They make you, yeah, hold the ball in the bag <laughs> and then pull it back out slowly. It's like, what are we doing? What's yeah. the point of it? Um, chicken salad, genuine chicken salad, number one. Uh, embracing our, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Basically, the whole point here is we, sh- we spoke about showing contempt for your opponent last week and, and controlled contempt, not complacency. Um, 
we bullied them. We mm. did. You know, this was – every one of our players seemed bigger. This was like – But they're we, not this Carl- young, skinny team either. No, but like Carlton, we, we were rocking around that game for the first three quarters like we were a year 12 playing against year sevens. <laughs> like it, it was, it was just, a little bit like that, yeah. And what a refreshing change. Yeah. Yeah. To be the team in that position. There was a moment – To be the bully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a moment – <laughs> no, no one likes being the bully. <laughs> no, exactly right. I always, um, I always love when you see the team – recognise good football and one guy does one good thing and guys go to him. Um, I didn't think he had it in his armoury, but... Um, this man better be alive, Tim. Jordan Boyd, when he went back with the flight, took the mark, got crunched and then got up, found the player, ball went coast to coast, we kicked a goal and they all went to him afterwards and I just sort of thought... This team's got a feeling about it. Like yeah. they, I was like, ah, oh, shit, that's going to keep him in the team. Yeah, well, and he hadn't done enough. As we said the other week... Are you talking he, about the one when McAdam got him? He went back with the fight. It was top of the defensive goal square. It was a defensive mark. Yeah, McAdam got him. Yeah. Oh, unpopular opinion? I don't think he did too much wrong, McAdam. He couldn't ball out. He was ready in the air. Yeah, the ball's no, there. no, no, but still... Jordan Boyd, Boyd for the rest of the game. Yeah, Jordan Boyd put himself into a spot that I didn't think that Jordan Boyd had put himself. That's that that yeah. was what was my. When it's opinion. your time to go, Sean and I have said this yep. many times. When it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Yeah, no, no, and I, I liked it. He gave me something that I didn't think that he could do, and that sort of typified my football career. When it was my time to go, I just didn't. <laughs> just didn't. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'll just wait for this to land. But that's the, but that's over everything in life. Yeah, sometimes you just got to do shit you don't want to do. And that's that's copper bloody nose. Um, next chicken salad, of course, is the skipper. Yikes! <laughs> uh, he is the best player in the competition again. Yep. Thank Christ! That on one of those shows, they at least recognised it. They said who are the and the now, Kingy's had him in the, at number one all they year. Had four well, yeah, other Melbourne one. players, and yeah. one, of them, yeah. one of them was Stephen May. Yeah, who's like the fourth best defender like, in the competition, oh. but at best. Fortunately for me, hello. The, the, hello. Who would you have ahead of him? Who would you have ahead of him? Did you, did you, were you watching the show? I tweeted it last <laughs> it's night. First crack, whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. When he said, he said, so, said Melbourne were going at full, hundred percent rat power. It's <laughs> like that's you're using that wrong. That's an idiom, <laughs> uh, Kingy. That's not. Yeah, rat power is not a good thing. That's why <laughs> he's he's the best in the comp, which is irritating Joey because Joey's somehow still thinks the Bond's better than Cripper. The Bond's severely hobbled. At the moment, but but Cripper was last year and got no, no well, this reprieve. Is so so Cripps at the moment. I mean, you look at this and you go, he's had thirty-five. He's kicked two goals. He's had another ten clearances. And I was thinking, for a <laughs> clip, you'll appreciate this. I was thinking, you know, what's the way we can sum this guy up? The way he's playing footy at the moment. And I came up with this: This guy is a wrecking machine, <laughs> and he's hungry. <laughs> Mickey. Can we play that a whole lot more? Because I really enjoy that. This guy is a wrecking machine and he's hungry. Is you that you when, ain't been hungry since you won that belt. Is it when they're in Mickey's room? It's about Club Lane. <laughs> Where Mickey's like packing his shit. Cause yeah. <laughs> you know what, Mickey, like when you think about it, when you really think about it, the characterisation of Mickey was not like at all flattering. Because in the first one, he doesn't give two shits about Rock. Yeah, yeah but until, why doesn't he? Until Rock, well, because he says he's a bum. Yeah, and because then, he's working for the well, for the mafia. Well, I know, I get that, but Rocky's like he's having to work. He's having to be, you know, a heavy. He's, he's not bringing. He's living in a complete shithole. He's breaking fingers. He's having to do what he can to survive, and he finally gets he's the, got the turtle. He's, he's got the turtle. Yeah, um, 
Cuff and Link. Yeah. Hey, the turtles. And he's, he's got to, you know, trying to make ends meet and trying to get a fucking life going. And then he gets the match against Apollo, obviously. And then all of a sudden, Mick's interested because that's Mick's meal ticket. And then all of a sudden, like, they have these fights and Rock becomes champion. Yeah, that's but Rock great. gives it to him. Rock lets him know about it I, on, I on the staircase. That. It's a brilliant yeah, he, scene. Because he comes fucking begging, comes back. Mickey sheds a tear, too. Breaks and down. You know what I hate about Rock, the way Rocky went? So Rocky Five, by no means a good movie. A good idea. <laughs> A good idea for a Rocky movie, just very, very poorly executed. But they just wanted to have a Don King presence in a Rocky movie. No, but just not just the whole idea of him being like severely, you know, beaten up by the the Drago fight and all that stuff's really great. Mm. But the the bit where they have the flashback and he's remembering Mickey and it was like, no, Mickey was a prick. Because remember he has the flashback to before the Apollo fight? I don't remember Rocky Five that well. No. Yeah, it's, I've tried to purge it from my memory, but every so often it just bubbles <laughs> Tommy up. Tommy the Machine Gun. It is. He's yeah. dead as well. Yeah, Tom, he's dead. Tommy Morrison. He's dead. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, he had got AIDS. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. Oh, he did. Well, then yeah, that's that's how he died. But <laughs> the point being, Crips. Back on a better news. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's lift the spirits. This is as well as a Carlton player has played. Juddy had some unbelievable patches. This is as well as a Carlton player has played since 2000, since Cooter's purple patch. When he had his first shot on goal, I turned to Brent and I said... Shout out to Brent. Brent said, will he kick it? And I said, if this guy has ambitions to be at the same table as Marcus Bontempelli and Christian Petrarca, you have to kick this goal. He's headed the, the table. one from 55 out. No, 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 the first one. No, the, from the first, no, the first one. If he doesn't talk this... <laughs> The first 60. one. You're thinking, shit, Timbo, sit that bar. No, no, no. The first one he kicked, and and, I, and we said, he, he's got to kick that one. Yeah. When he went back and kicked it from 75 out, and it was like, wowee. And I just said, you know what? Those other two blokes, they ain't kicking that goal. Who did he mow through to set up Sauce's goal? And I don't know, just, but that was brutish. It was just yeah. powerful. Yeah. And you just went, whoa. And, then, and they all celebrated, and then when the two of them met, it was like, yeah. They, they knew how good that Sauce's was. Sauce's check side and Harry's check side Lovely. were beautiful because they were hit hard. When you're watching them live, you think, he's going to hit this thing because he's hit it so hard, but they're perfect, both of them. And there was one other thing, and I, I'm digressing a little bit now, but... It's not like us. When, when Harry Mackay had his second poster... You're he, not going to tell a story about someone who's dead, are you? No, no, no. Okay. He, he kicked his left foot check side, and obviously right now there's this interpretation in footy that if you show descent, you have a 50-metre penalty against you. Yeah. That was the bit of play where um, Billy Frampton pushes Harry Mackay into Riley, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. like an iPhone boy. Um, and Brian. O'Brien was very unhappy that he got Cannon into and thought it should have been his free kick. But Frampton's pissed off and then he grabs his, he <laughs> grabs his mouth guard and he kicks his mouth guard <laughs> and I'm like, there are dudes that are standing there with their hands out to the side getting paid 50s against him. You've had a free kick paid against you. You've kicked your mouth guard 15 metres and there's no 50 metre penalty. Oh, I put to you... That's the breaks, Tim. That was dissent. Yeah. Those <laughs> and are the it breaks? should have been a 50 metre penalty and they've Harry should have had one more They've goal. relaxed that. What about the fact that uh, there's a bit of chatter, obviously, about Cripps' perfectly legal tackle. Um, the people would t- oh, My favourite thing in the media... Who was the nut job who raised it first? Oh, I'm not sure. My favorite was it Mitch Cleary? It was, in, it oh, was Mitch sure. Cleary may have raised the query. My favourite thing in the media just at the moment is the classic... Uh, Sam Edmund does a little bit of this, is the classic... Now, I'm not saying he should be suspended, but they need to look at it. And you're going, well, why are you talking about it then? Mm. 
It's ridiculous. They do this weird thing. I'm not putting it on the internet. Yes, you are. And I yeah. feel sorry for... He's dobbing on him. Oh, mate. Because he got... He's hurt. He's obviously had the surgery in the, in the off-season. Mate. Cripps, Jimmy stole my book, It's miss. not right. Mate, Cripps can't... He's not no, carrying no. everyone's medical records no, in no, his sock. No, 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 no. I'm just saying... I can't saying, tackle this bloke because he's got a sore neck. But, or I can't... Uh, that way we, that way we need to put a thing out. Just go... Look, just everyone, everyone tackling Charlie, just make sure his legs aren't planted. Yeah? yeah? Just everyone tackling Charlie Kerno, make sure he's not planted. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying I feel sorry for the Adelaide. Not for the tackle. I'm saying with his neck. There's obviously... It's not... He's had the surgery. It's not. It wasn't right. even that bad of a tackle. What are you talking That's about? That's my point. It, it's not on him. Oh, for fuck's sake, you two! I'm not <laughs> saying we've done anything wrong. Why are you yelling? This guy's neck isn't obviously right. We shouldn't be on the field then. I agree with you. I'm just saying I feel sorry for him. He's obviously not got it right. And it's every time it gets hit, he's you're in acting like he's running around like excruciating that. pain. You're, he's acting like he's running around like that guy Brent Tate. You know, with the big the neck guard from the, the Broncos all those years ago. You're acting like he's running around with that on, like he's got he the got, he's he got, on a no, baby but he, he got hit. He got hit in the Port Adelaide game, which leads to the free kick, which wins the game. Ah, and his neck was like he's his he wasn't even not hit right. that. That shouldn't have been a free kick. My point is, Sean, minimal contact is hurting this bloke. He's not. He got right. straight up. Yeah, he beheld his neck. Oh. He went off. He got subbed out. He's not. He did get subbed out. For I fuck's sake, this poor bastard's got a. His head's barely hanging on. Well, maybe he needs to give it away. And that's what I'm saying. I feel sorry for him because obviously, that after all the rehab and everything else, it's still a big issue for him. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> Jeez, show a bit of sympathy, a bit of empathy. No. Nah. Uh, obviously, the next chicken salad, of course, is the twin Krakens. Uh, Double Kraken. Just yep. a thought for Harry. Let's just spare him a thought. He's the reigning Coleman medalist. He's had half his supply taken away from him, and now he's being upstaged by his teammate. By a bloke who's only just going. Not that he'd care, of course. Mm. By a VFL footballer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's your greatest call of all time. <laughs> mate, you were, yeah. mate, you were there. Yeah, you know, it was shocking. He was terrible. Yeah. No, no. And then in round one, he was worse. <laughs> it was fucking appalling. Um, but I mean, Charlie. He's the at the moment. I think his form is the story of the year. Yeah. It has to be. He's kicked six threes, twenty five goals for the year. He's two behind uh, Lynch, who's dined out the last couple of weeks. At twenty one touches, six hundred nine meters gained, which was one less than Kennedy. Um, Kennedy has more of the field to kick into. Clearly, I uh, took ten marks, which is an equal game high. He was just absolutely ridiculous. I agree. Like the, and the the one hander he took on the lead out to the half forward flank late in the third quarter. It was like. You're taking the piss. You know, it was... He's playing with some when, confidence. When does he get the recognition? Now. Yeah, they're starting to talk about him. No, now. no, no, no. What I'm, and I, I don't, I'm not usually the type... Of, as, as long as my boys are getting the recognition they deserve, I don't care if others also get it. However, like in the Sam Walsh versus uh, old Con- mate... Connor Rosie. Connor Rosie. Max King... Don't, it's jerk. Don't, it's don't worry about jerk. Max King. It's circle. Yeah, I know because you love him. That's no, why no, 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 no. I like Max King, but but the circle jerk pisses me off because he has to do so little to get so much attention. If if Charlie Kerner was wearing, he's not even the best forward in his family. St Kilda, a St Kilda jersey, they'd be losing their mind. Yeah, yeah. What Charlie's doing is fantastic. On the other side, we've got Harry Mackay, of course, who keeps plugging away and keeps doing his thing. He's having another really good year. He's a beast. And he gets absolutely no help whatsoever. When he does get free kicks, they're on the wing. Um, some of the frees that the Crows boys were getting in the last quarter to give them shots at goal, Harry would just be shaking his head. I really, really hope that Brad Lloyd and the footy department are putting the tape together 
and just going, what's the difference? Yeah. Cutting what? highlights. Just going, why is this guy getting umpired differently? Yeah. He's getting checked off the ball, arms around, they're trying to stop him jumping at it. Um, he's just getting blatantly held. Yeah. Um, and, and and I think I think the other thing that they should be saying is... Pay it once, pay it early. Well, when Harry Mackay gets to rise up uh, above goal, the pack and... Hmm? Uh, our first goal was freaky. So, sorry, no, no, but, talking while you're interrupting. But I mean, if you pay it, if you, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like you pay just it early. Stand out in the cold the thing, You pay one, you go, oh, yeah. yeah. If you pay another one, not long after, the message comes out. Yeah, I get it. What are you doing? Yep. Can't do it unless you're Craig McRae and you decide to keep Darcy Moore and well, Tom Lynch for a half without telling him because you're worried that you might get him off side fly. You don't want to tell him. Listen, mate, you've been fucking terrible. How about your man up? It was embarrassing how bad he played. Fly's not ready yeah. to do. No. Nah. Have those conversations just nah, yet. Everyone's great. Everyone's lovely. Everything is now awesome. go, Timbo. What were you no, saying? No, I was just saying when you see so Harry Sean, McCoy, but, <laughs> yeah, when you see him flying I got rid of above the... and taking the marks and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> no, I got, I got rid of the. Got <laughs> sorry, him, last one. Got him. <laughs> last one. Sorry, Tim. No, no, I'm, I'm done. No, no, I don't need to say it. <laughs> no, you do. You I do. don't want to say it. Anymore. I actually don't want to hear it. Oh, come on. Okay, moving on. Can't take the fun and, out of the pot. We've got up the uh, one end, of course. We've got arm flat now. Charlie and shut up. We've got Charlie and. What's the other guy's name? Harry. <laughs> them in the forward line. Lucky he's not on a phone call. He would have hung up. <laughs> At the other end, we'll give this one to you, Timbo. Lewis Young and Weeders oh, Timbo, are forming me. a nice partnership. They really are. Lewis they, Young, they really are. You, where are you going? Stay still. I'm going to give Timbo a hug. <laughs> but Lewis um. Young has come on over the last couple of weeks. His, his development. Okay, who did he play against first? And he was all right. Uh, the Richmond. Oh no, no, Richmond. He didn't play because no, that no. was still Oscar McDonald. Did he play? I don't think he. Maybe he played in the. You might be right. Maybe I don't think he played round two. Didn't no. play against his old teammates. But you sort of went. Oh, yeah, he's, he's all right. He was the McGovern replacement. But he's actually in the last. No, no, he was the McDonald replacement. They both went out in the same week. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. I think so. But their communication's better. You know, temper the praise. Given the opposition, clearly we don't want to go over the top. <laughs> but their handovers <laughs> were voice. good. The handover was good. Their communication was good. They didn't fly against each other. Yep. Um, the, the handover, as I said, with, with guys like Walker and um, Himmelberg was really excellent. Uh, they're becoming not a bad little tandem. The thing that I love is you watch him, you can tell he's playing carefully. Yes. He's not going for too much. When he, when he knows that he can fly for the mark, he goes for the mark. He's happy just to punch and defend and buffet a player and all that sort of stuff. So... He he knows, he knows when it's time to go, and I don't think he's really made any mistakes to that end, um, and he's executed every and and he can kick it. But you can actually see him becoming a little bit more confident. He knows that he can take on a little bit more, a little bit yeah. more, which is really good, no doubt. No um, doubt. He's and kicking it, is, it at a hundred percent last two weeks. Yeah, yeah, and again, it's about good decisions yeah, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. But he's, um, I wouldn't say that he's got the training wheels on at all. But he's 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 on his he's piece. a role playing football right now. He's on his piece. He's on his piece, and yep. he's just I think he's settling himself. He hasn't played a lot of senior football, so he's just getting himself into the tempo. He's obviously learning how to wax with his new teammates down there, and the maturation and the development over the last sort of three and four weeks has been noticeable. It's been clearly. Good. It's been very evident. You being the pods list manager, the yes, our resident player, yes. Timbo, give me a smile, please. Thank you. Um, how does the Bulldogs? Who haven't retiring Eastern Wood, and need to fill a key defender's well, they thought position. That Tim O'Brien was. Did you Let see, someone like that go. Did you see Todd Marshall's third quarter on Friday night? He marked everything, and I, I, 
it might have been Jay, I texted somebody and said, uh, can you believe that the Western Bulldogs let this bloke go? I think that sometimes what can happen too is that players feel a bit stagnant and the same eyes have been looking at them for however long yeah. and, and those eyes aren't prepared to change their tune or not prepared to see something that has just developed, positive yeah. or otherwise. And they rucked him in a final. He wasn't as competitive as they thought that he might have been. But, you know, he, he was probably playing his eighth game of footy or twelfth hey, game of footy or something. Tell you what, Timbo, in terms of being thrown to the wolves in the ruck, he's not David Caruso he there. He's not David Caruso. What, who was the other Caruso? We had another. No, you were it, using a couple. It was Daniel LaRusso. Oh, Daniel LaRusso. David Caruso. Um. We still on chicken shits or chicken salads? Chicken salad? salads were going through. Sam Doherty. Now, one of you will have to help me here because I'm not a big rugby fan, but the role of the hooker is effectively the guy that marshals the team around the field, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. That's he, what uh, Cameron Smith used to do. Yeah, think. so that's what Doc's doing. Very and, much And so. he has been absolutely brilliant. 30 touches, 10 marks. Obviously, as we said last week, that it, that's his work rate. Got a couple of clearances, laid a couple of tackles. And my takeaway was don't underrate his role in Cripps' return to form as well because he's taken an enormous burden. Being that leader that we asked for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're working really well in tandem. He's marshalling the defence alongside Weedering, clearly. But his, his form has been absolutely unbelievable. And again, on the weekend, just watch him. Harder on TV, obviously, this week. But just watch him I'll be there. directing traffic. What, you going after Giant Stadium? Oh, yeah. You didn't. You did put out an invite. I, I did invite you both. <laughs> and, and, oh, I, in yeah. fairness, I did invite you both. <laughs> I did see that. Sorry, <laughs> you, what did you call it, the blankets crew yes, or something? Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I did see that. And a bit like Are you fab. BYOing blankets? Because I don't think you're going to get them in Western Sydney. I don't believe so. I did feel like it was sort of put upon us a bit late, wasn't it? A bit late in the piece. Sorry, guys. There's just someone vacuuming in the background. Don't worry about that. Um, I'll invite you over to my house for a, a, little, a local... No, I can't come. Box Hill play. Sean talks. Um, I will be watching Doc for you in person. Good stuff. You can report back. Uh, just take on an assumed identity when you lodge your report so we don't know who it's from. <laughs> Our um, inside guy. Yeah. Uh, Adam Chera, another really strong game from him. Six clearances. His first two kicks were abysmal. Lucky that the rest of his night was... The rest of his night. Oh, excellent. One of his shanks was a forward 50 mark. Yeah, there might have been another one that was yeah. shit too. But yeah, it was just no, no criticism. I, I gave him a vote. I thought that was his yeah. best game for us. That, that, I'm not criticising Adam Chera at all. It's just he's the guy when the ball goes in his hands, I find myself relaxing and I, and I think he'll mm. he'll just hit a target here. And his first yeah. two were like, oh, wow, they were not good. Well, I missed those. I'll and, make and, my and way then, in. And then the next one, he hit Charlie on the lead mm. and it was like, that's the Adam Chera I know and love. Well, and what we saw too was really positively that just a, a little bit like Doc in the last point, you know, he's taking so much of the burden off Walsh's shoulders and, and particularly when Chera is able to do his job, yep. um, it just means that the, the load is spread. But I think, and in the same vein, I think the collective has taken the pressure off Adam Chera. He doesn't need to hmm. be, you know, we've always talked about how we've always had the Messiah complex at Carlton. Yeah, he doesn't need 35. No, and, and he's come in, no one's expecting him to be the hmm. dominant player on no. the ground, but he's going about his business nice and quietly, doing his job, and he really looks like he's enjoying his footy. So, yeah. You know who went about their job on the weekend very nicely? Slippery Fish. Yes, he did. The barometer. Is that a fortnight? Hadn't played well for a little while. Hadn't played that well for a long while, to be brutally honest. No. Um, you know, the goals are one thing, but he's spread and he's carry, and he's kicking the ball forward to centre. was excellent. He has weapons. We always say use the users. Have Cottrell, have Boyd, have those guys be the dogs chasing cars. Oh, he's... Let, let him... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of your better ones. <laughs> it is. Let let those guys 
be the soldier ants, the guys just running around yep. and, and let Fish, O'Brien... The dogs chasing cars. Let, let those guys be the ones who actually, ball in hand, are going to do some damage. The last two weeks, look, and he needed a, a kick up the bum. His, free, his, dis, his performance at Fremantle was horrible. Not David horrible. Caruso? Not on his own, but he was, he was, he was one, of, no one of the worst. No like, doubt. But his last fortnight has been where it should be, and I want to see that against I wonder if, um, better opposition. I wonder if they gave him the rocket or the cuddle. I reckon it's pretty early in the year it's, for a it's rocket. A, it's about knowing which one's going to work, Sean. I think it's a bit early for... Probably just a chat. Um, how, how do you see a game? Not good. Yeah, I'm with you. Because I <laughs> thought I was okay. <laughs> um, Tom DeConning was good again. Yes. Uh, used his athleticism. We're not saying that he necessarily won his duel with uh, Riley O'Brien, but he definitely halved it, and that's what we need him to do. 100%. And, and look, we... Is he going to be the perpetual winner of the SI Morales? Stop skipping ahead in the run sheet. I don't know what the run sheet is. So I'll oh, well, we, we, we just mid-chicken shits, salads. We just do the SI Morales, do we? Oh, that's what we're talking about. Sorry. Learn the run sheet, you Sorry, are. sorry, sorry. We um, didn't get the what I want to see next week. Yeah, we'll do it next up week. Up off the maybe. ground. But when I did actually respond to you late... I did say on I Sunday, see, Sunday morning. I, <laughs> I want to see TDK nullify and or compete with O'Brien airily, round the ground and compete at Ruck Jewels. I like how Tim thought we've shelved the segment, but he thought I came up with that. I'm going to use it. I liked it, <laughs> and you reminded me of it when you said it. But, but Tim O'Brien's not the Ruckman. Riley O'Brien, Riley, neither. Whatever. O'Brien, Lockie O'Brien's not going to be the Ruckman that is going to dominate a game of footy. This might stun people. I wouldn't mind having a look at Lockie in the ruck. Stop it, Sean. <laughs> Sean will do anything to keep Lockie O'Brien in the side. Sorry, he could ruck. I'm just saying it, Vossie. If, if he got dropped, would you have him as the runner? <laughs> He'd yeah, be good at it. He'd be good. He would be good at it. He knows the game plan. Can you do it? Or do you have to nominate your, your runners? Uh, I think theoretically you, you would have to get special consideration. My knee-jerk reaction would be probably no, for no particular reason. You the get, AFL, you get run in your legs. The AFL probably have some bullshit edict that you can't do it. I don't know why. Do you know who'd be good? The sub. Cotters. Like, if you had the sub as your runner... They'd be knackered if they ever came on the field. <laughs> well, they doing do that much running. Oh, yeah. While being yeah. The runner. Yeah, yeah. Box Hill's runner. Fun, funny story. So, they had a few ins and outs in terms of getting, like, a nailed on every week the same guy. Because it can be... It's a bit of a commitment and it can be a bit tricky. Guys have different things on. And we had one of our... Um, Why don't you get a guy, that guy who works the, on SEN? Who's that? Murray. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a runner? Yeah. <laughs> He's got worse calves than uh, Jack Bart. Uh, fun story about calves. So we had our uh, development coach did it two weeks ago, maybe. And he, was, he had ice packs on both calves at half time. Oh, well, and wait. he was getting a rub. <laughs> so bear in mind, the playing group usually need the assistance of the trainers to get you know hamstrings and calves and backs and whatever but now our development coach was getting a rub down at half time because he was cramping badly <laughs> it's a very de- can be demanding job <laughs> um the last chicken salad here is reserved very very special mention for caleb march bank i don't mm. know if either of you saw any i of saw the none of it Saturday. did you see any of it timber i did not but i read the messages that came out of it and it warmed the cockles of my heart so it's a chicken salad into a chicken shit because caleb march bank uh, it is three quarters on the ground, which probably effectively amounted to maybe a half, maybe a little bit under a half of, of absolute pure game time. Most influential class player on the ground, um, stood out. He was just fantastic. 
Now, my takeaway from that was as pleasing as it was, Caleb's out there and he was looking really, really good. Tired as the as the the game wore on, you could as see expected. him getting a bit leggy, and you were like, "That's totally fine." Um, this is a bloke that hasn't played for two years, and he immediately looked more comfortable than Kemp and another guy, Philp. These yeah. guys, Kemp's you're not going to do it. Kemp's in big trouble. I, yeah, I, I he, need to see Tim while this is getting. Ahead. He may not have had a good game. He hasn't had a good game in his time at the club. He's in big trouble. No, see, I, I, He's I, your boy, so I wanna, I, I wanna... I, I'm not just going for your team here. But my thing watching Brody Kemp was, what does he do well? Because he doesn't use the ball well. He's not quick. He's not big enough to play third tall. I'm seriously going. What is he doing as a footballer? Where is he? And where's his long term? Well, what are we trying to get him to do? Is probably oh. the bigger question. And look, on on Saturday night, he was a bit um, hard up. He played against. Um, uh, Reedy, I think his name was the big Frankston Ruckman, who is a, is a very big man, and not a great matchup for Kemp because at that level, like this bloke's, he's big. Like this bloke's, very very few defenders are going to be able to take this guy because if you're that big, you're probably not playing VFL football. So I will give him that, but just every time I see him, I'm just going, it's not clean. Well, I, I think you make the point. Doesn't hit targets when you see Jack Carroll play. It takes very little for you to go. This guy, this guy's got it. Like this, I reckon this you're going way just, too soon on Jack Carroll. I, I was going to say that I, I like just I like him. I think he's a bit slow. That, do you reckon he's I, slow? I reckon he's a bit slow. His disposal isn't the best. Jack well, Carroll. It, it has it, a lot of his disposals at AFL level haven't been, you know, perfect spirals or whatever <laughs> the, the example you want to give. Mm. Um, but it's still been effective, and, it, no, and, and either kicking out a contest and stuff's yeah, fine. But yeah, just gen- right. generally with it, and the other guy, mentioned I just like his the way that he runs, where he runs to his second efforts. Just he's involved when guys like Sam felt when they got the same that they were off the pace. But he's got the, the he's got the aerobic capacity to to do that. I'm not, I don't agree with Sean necessarily because I don't think I've seen enough Brody Kemp to actually form a, an opinion, but. He looks more athletic, Jack Carroll does, than Brody Kemp does. My, my worry with Kemp watching him, the more I've watched him, is I think he, coming through the juniors, he just looks like he would have been a big kid. Yep. And he would have dominated juniors and stood out because he was big. So what is he? What's his best? What was he? As he's a, a halfback flanker. And where's he playing now? Same sort of. He's, they had him sort of third tall, second, third, third tall on the, on the weekend, effectively pushing up, playing the same sort of role. But the other name I mentioned there was a guy like Sam Philp, and I fear that the same fate is awaiting him when a guy like Cunningham comes back. Just gets pushed down a rung. And you're just going, you're just you're in quicksand, mate. Yeah. And and it's a worry because those are two guys we took, you know, either very late in a first round, early Both in a second round. First, yeah. And traded they traded reasonable picks down to get them. Well we traded out of the earlier pick and essentially got the both of them. And you're sort of going at the end top, you're going top the like the second pick up. He's going, Jesus Christ. So they're, they're a massive watch this space, but we don't want to, um, you know, the actual story of the night was Marchie, who looked fantastic. He'll play again uh, this week. How far away is Cunners? Well, he did it uh, mid-year, didn't he? Yeah. So he's, 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 a lot, he's a lot further behind. He's probably not that okay. far. He's probably not that far behind if he's training at the moment. So he hopefully, is training. hopefully in sort of four or five weeks, we might start to potentially see him back in the mix. Because what David Cunningham allows us is that... Wing half forward. When Jack Martin locked now, he's done a calf again. Yes. Another balsa wood human being, him and Mitch McGovern, both of them. Mm. 
that they may not ever amount to anything at the Carlton Football Club, which would be disappointing because that's just a reality. I love both of them, and both can bring a bucket load to the table. Excuse me, but I don't think their body's ever going to allow them to do it. But Dave Cunningham fills that role yeah. perfectly. Yeah, and and I think the the fascinating thing with Dave Cunningham is. I feel like he was never going to be a guy who was going to be able to show out in a poor side. No, he's but an icing on the cake. He he is when he's we're when silky. we're up and going. It's going really fast, and you give him you give him an opportunity, and you give him a moment to be able to shine. You and know who he just, is? He's Jason Akermanis. I wasn't going to go that high. No, <laughs> um, I'm thinking in the same sort of vein. You know who he is? He's a modern day Adrian Whitehead. Yeah, you put him in a good team. Yeah. And he's the icing. He's getting the ball. He's on the handball receive, running into. We 50. never saw how good Adrian Whitehead no. was going to be. That's well at the moment. We while seen Corey Durden, while Corey Durden and Owies and that uh, that dirty smaller crumbing. No, Cunningham's class. If Harry and, and Charlie, if there's front of pack, who do you want running it at pace? Yeah, no, it's Cummings. That first when he comes back, his oh. first front and centre. You're still talking goal. about that Bulldogs goal, aren't you, oh. mate? He it does still it. Still talking season about. He's still talking about. I don't know. Oh, there's another one. Lenny. What a filthy riff. I'm going to go with like Seal. Very few hits. <laughs> Two songs. You and I have written one fewer good song than Lenny. <laughs> good riff. Very good. Yeah. Used in uh, Pam and Tommy recently. Uh, Have you watched that, Timber? No. It's, I, I really liked it. Of course, I uh, was converting to uh, Judaism in uh, Entourage. You know? well, it was already Judaism. Mazel tov. <laughs> <laughs> You've, oh. you've inspired me to listen to Always on the Run on Magic? the way home because it's another cracker. Magic? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for Timbo, but, you know. Because the Blues are back. The one. Very, very good. <laughs> Kareem with the <laughs> Skyhook. A junior, junior Skyhook <laughs> by Tim Davis. Uh, chicken shits. There's really only one. and we don't That's a good to. scene where he's teaching or going through Magic. Because he does it in the finals. Because doesn't Kareem get Kareem hurt? Kareem gets injured, yeah. And, and he's he got to play centre. He the point guard out. plays centre. I love it how he play, he's like, the point guard plays centre. He was six foot seven or something. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Magic is a very big man. It's like Magic is an enormous dude. Um, it's like they finally figured out that like... It's taller than six seven. Tall. Yeah, I think it's about six eight or yeah. nine. Oh, yeah, like like tall, athletic. Like, it doesn't matter where you play, just play. Yeah, you can play. Just give the ball to the guy that's just unbelievably skillful. Yeah. Give it to the Italians. Um, what movie is that, Sean? I don't know. The kicking and screaming? Well, the Will Ferrell one where he's coaching the junior yeah. soccer team against, um, Robert, against Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah. <laughs> Kick it to the Italians. They've got which these is, two Italian kids on there. Which is basically team. just a rip-off of the Rick Moranis movie, Little Giants. There we go. Rick Moranis from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids fame. And Lewis Tully, of course. And he's still alive. He's still alive. <laughs> just, just became a dad. Like he, I think he just retired. Yeah, he just wanted to become a father instead and gave away movies. You know, one of the great... Um, Disappointments, I think, in Hollywood history was Phoebe Cates did that as well. Mm. She shacked up with Kevin Klein, and then she was like, oh, "I'm just going to retire." Yeah, she could go. Fa- fast times at uh, Richmond High Gremlins. How did seriously? How did Sean Penn get out of that movie? Drop Dead and, Fred and become a big <laughs> Drop Dead a big, Fred is a classic. It is big a great player movie. in Hollywood. Spicoli. He played. Yeah, he played like the stoner. Yeah, he was a terrible 
had got pizza in the classroom or something. And the guy from Beverly Hills Cop, Judge Reinhold, jerking himself off, still alive, Judge. <laughs> I actually quoted Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop Three gets a really unfair rap. It's not a bad movie. That's, I like that movie. I love it. I love the bit where where uh, Axel goes to meet Billy Rosewood, and he's the JD DDISOC or whatever. He's got yes. some ludicrous new acronym. He's like. <laughs> his job is to like he can cross the lines because he's like there's all the ju- crazy jurisdictions in LA, yep. Beverly Hills, you know, JD DDISOC or something yeah, crazy. Some, uh, yeah. Billy Rosewood. I just love it when he jumps out from behind the park bench and he goes to fire the gun that's got a bit of everything. And it's got a microwave the in music it. Music comes on. It's got a microwave and North a CD Dakota, player. South Dakota, <laughs> Illinois, and Indiana. One of the great who, mate, whoever's job it was writing Beverly Hills Cop Three. Whoever's job it was to think, whoever raised their hand and said, you know who we need in this movie? Serge. Serge. Can we get Serge back in? Aquel. Aquel. And I'm convinced the Ari Gold. Bronson Pinoche. Yes. Ari Gold's. Still alive. Role. Jeremy sure. Piven's role in Rush Hour is just that. 100%. It's based purely on that. 100%. Because he stole, he was in, he's literally in. Three scenes in the Beverly Hills Cop franchise, yeah. and he steals the movies. He does. I like my favourite line. Dad and I actually still repeat this every so often when we see. Usually, it's um, Fox Footy wardrobe. Have you noticed the really tight? <laughs> Everyone's wearing a size too small. Everyone, which is all right for one of the cast members. Yes. Everyone else, it doesn't. But everyone else, all the blokes, are like you're like. Bucks is like busting out of his <laughs> shirt, and his slacks are like painted they're, on him. They're running on this theory that. Oh, if you, if, you, if you wear it you know, loose, then it, it makes you look bigger than you actually are. James Corden, for example. Mate, it, you're three sizes too small. It's way too small. But um, Serge says a thing where he's talking about selling the thing, and he said he sold it to an ex-Navy SEAL. He goes, very serious individual, because I've never seen him smile or in a pair of pants that fit. <laughs> That's just the most brilliant line. <laughs> I was thinking... Ah, uh, aqua Serge sounds like a detergent. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good movie, go and watch it. And I can never remember <laughs> the guy's name. I can never remember the guy's name. Alistair Wald, underrated villain. Yes, good villain. And an underrated plot where they're printing money in the um what's it called? The It's the whatever the plot yeah. <sighs> the Uncle Dave. Yeah. The There'd be people yelling. Wally's world's bloody <laughs> national lampoons. It's like that, yeah. Um Wonderworld? I was going to say, all I could think of was, yeah, Wonderworld. Wonder world. Wonder world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Workout World, but I knew it wasn't <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a gym. I haven't seen Timbo this happy since we we speak about Josh Battle. Jesus, the battle cast. How <laughs> did back. Josh Battle go this week, Timbo? No, how did he go? He's had a good, putting together a good season. All Australian smoky? No, no. He can't get past Brennan Cox, but anyway. Jesus. Uh, chicken shits, very, very brief. Just not seeing the game out. It, yeah. seemed, it seemed mental yesterday. It didn't look physical. Mm. It really didn't. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I wasn't. It didn't shit me as much as other games. Just would have been nice, even just to. I think sometimes people take maintain, it the wrong way. Maintain. Maintain. It was a, at one point. I was like, "Are we? Have we scored in the last quarter?" I think sometimes people take it the wrong way. Where you're like, "We're not losing the plot about mm. like oh, yeah, that was a disgraceful finish." You just go. Oh, I just would have liked to have kicked on. Yeah. Well, even just win the quarter. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Against Hawthorne, no, no, against Port, we kicked two goals in the second half. Mm-hmm. They were both Charlie Curnow. Mm-hmm. We kicked two goals in the final quarter yesterday. 
Charlie Kerner. They're both Charlie Kerner. And what point are you making? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> got a good but memory, is, I suppose. But he's got very good endurance. Maybe he's the only bloke that is keeping on, keeping on at the end. That is. Uh, do we have an SI Morales? Uh, I didn't cut the clip out from last week. Who do you love? <laughs> I think we should just throw it to you and you do it. No, no, no. I can't. I, 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 I actually want that song. I'm not getting it. What about if I supply it? No. So just give it, it's all, it also give it makes to us sense. one more time. Give it to us one more time. No. Cut it from last week's no, no, episode. Give it, to me, give it to us one more time. What? Who do you love? Give it to us. Who do you love? I love it. See, it's great. Right. I reckon we just go to you to do it. And it, as you said, it makes sense with the segment. Because <laughs> he's on the bike at the start. You're doing the like, Charlie Cameron. And um, it's all, you know, because it's the S.I. Morales Memorial. <laughs> he <laughs> is alive, apparently. <laughs> Bust the nut award, but you know, because it's who do you love? It's like you yeah, know, I get you, the reference. Uh, to um, me, it's it's perpetually going to be Tom DeConning. I, I I'm nominating him again, okay? Because it was, I I think he almost went for the full four quarters, and he was kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you got one first, Tim? Yeah, for the same reasons. I was actually really impressed with Nick Newman's game. He was a bit off-Broadway, but I think he did his job all day, worked hard, and I think he was a really solid contributor. I am going to be the judge here, and I'm going to go with Timbo Slice, because we gave it to Tom DeConning last week. All right. That's the only rationale. (laughs) 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 Ah, S.I. Morales. I'll just double-check that he's alive. He is alive. He was in, like... Uh, SVU, whatever they call it. Law and Order. Yeah. As a returning principal cast member or like a rapist? <laughs> no, he wasn't a rapist. He was, yeah. Good First stuff. Like, I'm always pleased when people like that book work. You don't know it's him though. Because without the dirty mo yeah, and the, the sunglasses. Mo. And the fact that it's 40 years later, there's a few things going against him. <laughs> you got mail. Uh, mailbox. NYPD Blue he was in. Was he? Jesus, when did, when did that wrap up? 2004. Well, hopefully he's had work since then, Tim. It's been pretty lean. <laughs> I'm hoping he might be getting some residual. Is he alive, oh, no, Timbo? No, NCIS Los Angeles. That's what yeah, I probably yeah. meant. Oh, with uh, Chris O'Donnell yeah, and... Um, 2018, 19... LL Cool J. And, I was going to say Ice Cube. LL Cool J, yeah. yeah. Ladies Ice love Cool James. Yes, that's right. He was in Ozark. He was Dell, whoever Dell was. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen Ozark. Uh, I'm about to start watching the final half season. It's good stuff. I like it. Okay. You should watch it. I'm not going to. Josh Reby uh, got in touch. Number one, is Patrick Cripps currently the best player in the game? Yes. Yes, yes he is. And number two, why does the media hate us so much? Uh, because they're a bunch of pricks. joke of an article that he should be rubbed out. <laughs> to quote James Franco, they hate us. Because they ain't us. Because <laughs> they hate us. Um, Who was he saying it to? He said a couple of... He said, <laughs> the guy goes, they hate us because we, we ain't us. The guy goes, no. <laughs> what film is it from? I don't know. Is that the interview maybe? Or... Uh, it's it, James Franco, he's had an interesting... It sounds like a Pineapple Express as well, maybe. It could be. Um, interesting dude, James Franco. <laughs> Motherfuckers got to go. Got to go. <laughs> go! Motherfuckers got to go. Have you seen that movie? I do, I it's do. got the most electrifying first thirty minutes, arguably. Oh, a super bad. After better. after the first maybe ten minutes, when they get to the party, it's, yeah, it's the brilliant. next thirty minutes is yeah. just super bad. Still, I reckon he's ahead of it slightly. No, super bad's a better movie. No, super bad's only got forty five minutes. The no, second no, no, half of super bad's no, horrible. Super bad's a better movie, but the 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 pound for pound that thirty minute window of this is the end. Yeah. 
is just like it's all um, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. <laughs> Danny McBride wakes up and he's washing his toes in the with the with the, with the rations with the water. <laughs> he's doing this over the food. He's, he's cooked all the food. It's a visual, not a visual medium. Whatever he goes, uh, <laughs> he's jerking off with Franco's magazines. Because you've got iPads on every wall in the house. You're jerking off like a pilgrim. <laughs> Buck Rogers. <laughs> What's this movie called? This is the end. Oh, oh. This is the end. Another one that Dad and I quote from that movie is um, <laughs> when you know, someone might have a treat or something. And you know, he goes, he goes, look, I went down to the shop special to get that Milky Way. Because <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed if I don't get at least a bit. Oh. <laughs> when, they're talking, when they're talking about Emma Watson... Mm. That's an hilarious scene too. Apparently she wasn't happy with that. Really? Yeah, yeah. She felt it crossed the line. Because it wasn't in the script or something. They were riffing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant half hour of a movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I was wondering where you were brilliant going. Brilliant half hour sentence. of a movie. Um, Casey Caldwell, obviously on the same wavelength as us, I've just seen this one, feel the brand we want to be known as is starting to come through, yet to be seen against a proven oppo, but excited for the rest of the year. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Christian Chapkoon, regarding Charlie Kerner, who is the next player we can discuss that potentially (laughs) needs a spell in the twos so we can get their form up? Probably Cripps. Walshy. I think Cripps' form has been just disgusting, and he needs to pull his uh, extract the digit, I think. (laughs) Because, I mean, what we're seeing from Cripper at the moment is... Yeah. You could have Unacceptable. a couple of weeks in the It's not AFL standard, so I think I'll, I'll, I'm wanting to see a response <laughs> from him this week. Um, your mate, Michael Hendrickson, old mate Lance, uh, we need to take into account who we beat so far. Only one team is in the eight. Well, it's delightful to sit and see them win every time I go, the smashing by Frio and the loss to Gold Coast are warning signs. I think that's a pretty rational response. Yep. Michael, who pissed in your sandwich? Yeah, who pissed on your sandwich, mate? Um, no, he's right though. We, no, let's let's enjoy it, but but temper it. Yes, and want for more. Uh, Dom in the den is a fit and firing Caleb Marchbank, the missing piece in our back line. How much better can he make us? Well, he becomes the interceptor, I would think. Well, he his marking ability has always been absolutely elite. And you've never wanted him to have a one-on-one opponent because he does do that third man up extremely well. Um, but we were always a team that was under too much pressure when we were asking him to do it, and he was, you know, he had to be running around all over the place trying to mm. be the third man up. Now that we actually have structure, the ball comes in a little bit slower. He could it's actually even more exciting. He could pick it off, and you know, if if he does kick the ball as well as I think he kicks it, mm. um, he could be a real weapon. Um, it could be sure. Mitch, Mitch McGovern. Yeah, well, Mitch might be either. Gone completely or, or having had a significant haircut. Or on a wing. Uh, in the VFL. Mm. Uh, I think Mitch will be... I think Mitch will stick around and he'll stick around on very, very little money. Yeah. And then maybe like a Dale Thomas over the life of his tenure at the footy club, it'll kind of even out. Yep. Yeah. Um, Armchair expert AFL. Walsh is honestly playing as well as last year, but Cripper is just showing us something that is historic. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Walsh isn't playing badly. Like, it's just, it's a luxury at the moment that he's human and he's still playing good footy. I think Walsh is playing just as good as the other supporting cast members to the Patrick Ripp show. He's not kicking as many goals, and I think he's lacking a little bit of a burst, but he's... He doesn't have the burst. He but, definitely but, doesn't but have but the burst. But he's involved, he's accumulating, he's linking up, and... And if you're in opposition, ignore him at your peril. Well, exactly right. And just the fact that you've got all those cogs in at the same time. I mean, George Hewitt's missed the last two weeks, and he'd been just about... 
mm. our second best player up until that point. So um, it's a fair luxury. How that penetrating is Matty Kennedy's kicking? How good was Matty Kennedy's goal from the frigging Very nice. And it, it was right it, in front of us. And it, as soon as he hit it, you thought, that's going in. It was well, a bit of a key moment. you found him with that kick too. Yeah, he did too. A bit of a key moment as well. Very much. Just it really started us rolling, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Michael Cerevolo, this is a good one. Had a mate ask me who's better, Harry or Charlie, made for an interesting discussion. Do you know what the answer is? I think we got them both. I think I, I think <laughs> who the cares? I think the answer. I think Charlie is the more spectacular. He's a better footballer. I think Harry's a better footballer. Really, but Charlie's the more spectacular. Harry's got the hands. Charlie's Charlie's the guy, got the athleticism. Char- Charlie's the guy, like a bit like Lance Franklin. Charlie's got the engine. Yeah, but a bit like Lance Franklin used to do when you kind of go, we've got him under wraps, we've had him under wraps, and then he'll just burn you yeah. in a 15-minute, mm. just take the game away from you, having been kept to nothing. Whereas if Harry gets to that point, it's a bit. I think it's a bit harder for him. We've been if you're saying, kicking it to a pack, I'm talking about a, a legitimate pack. Harry. Harry. Harry's got it. Yeah. But I, I'm... They're so different. That's why it's so good. They, they, and they, they mesh well. Mm. And they're starting to get... And as they pointed out on the coverage... Starting to get out of each other's way. Yeah. The best thing is for a month, Charlie's lacked touch. He's looked like a guy that basically hasn't played a lot of footy for two years and he's still sitting two off Lynch, who, as you said, has had one of the all-time great purple patches. Yeah, two um, weeks, Tim. Yeah, but played... You're acting like he's Alan Jakovic on no, no, he's played into form. No, is, is my point. I, I don't know that he's necessarily playing great footy. He's just played shit opponents. Mm. But, um, but Charlie has barely scratched the surface and he is he is humming and he's only just starting to find it. Mm. To me it's the it's the old Murphy Gibbs debate. Yeah, again, who cares? I think yeah, I think And they were both very different players. Mm. Yeah, I think Gibbs was a better footballer but Murphy was more consistent. Yep. Yeah, I think if Gibber Gibber sacrificed a bit of his game having to play across the half back line. Yeah. Chris Marantelli. Where would Cripper currently rank in the pantheon of all-time Carlton players? Jeez. We've gone very early on that. Look, if um, he's in the top ten, lift lift oh. a Premiership Cup and you lift in Jeez, everybody's top, I, I, I wouldn't have him in the top ten. Lift a Premiership Cup, you wouldn't have Juddy in there. See, I'd have Judd ahead of Cripper at the moment. Yeah, I'd have Diesel ahead of Judd. Diesel's the best player Sticks. to play for the Carlton football. No, no, yeah, no. as a as an all-round Sticks Bradley. Jezza, no, Southby, Sauce. Yeah, Harry Madden, we spoke about him earlier. And Mike mate, Fitzpatrick mate, was a phenomenal... We could go on for eight years, we could do another podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, that's the point. Yeah. I think that I think that Cripper at the moment... The it, it, he's in very esteemed Very, companies. very, very few Carlton players have put together a stretch of... It's effectively six weeks, but it is a very short, uh, small sample size. But very, very few have put together a patch like this. Yeah. This well, it's is, cu- this it's, as you said, it's Cuda in his purple patch. Yeah, but hopefully we can um, see it become something a lot more special. And enjoy it for a whole lot longer. Uh, I want to get one more. Did you see? If, did you end up seeing the ad with Daniel Gorringe is getting married or something? Sticks is in the crowd. There's a TV ad and Sticks yeah, is in it. It's a um, it's a betting app or something like yeah. that. It's like Buddy Bet or something right. like that. If you're still looking for one, can I just give a quick shout out to Ace Bogue? Ace and his dad Trent rocked up to the footy a bit late and they came in and um, he said, oh, we were at footy, you know, had to come in straight away. I said, I had to go. I actually played Warrandot at Warrandot. Anyway. The uh, bloods. He said, yeah, we, we had a win. He said, um, actually, we won after the siren. There you go. I said, How's, how, how good's that? And, and I sort of said to him, I said, you kicked the goal? He goes, I actually did. <laughs> 
and he had vision of it. Took a mark inside 50, about 20, 30 out in the boundary line, far end, not the road end. The cricket nets? Yeah, went back. Tennis club, the tennis yep. club end? Yep. Slots it. And, he, and, and as he, he said... He put the ball onto the onto car. <laughs> and he turned around. He didn't even... He said, I didn't even see it go through for the goals. I was already going back celebrating with my teammates. And I thought, that's good. What a wonderful... <laughs> way! how about that, Fab? We've just turned into a Warren Dyke Bloods podcast. Just at the play, end of it. They beat on me. Played Hold on. The play you out. Oh, you just haven't mentioned... One of the Zerbies? Yeah, that's East Donny. Oh, usually gets a mention once a fall. We played at Shrams this week. We played Doncaster. The Sharks? Yeah. They, they're not very well, they're good. they're actually the Cats. They should be the called the Rams. Club. Why? That doesn't make any sense. I know they wear Cats jumpers, but why wouldn't they just be the Sharks? How did you go this week, Timbo? How did you we- go into Supercoach League? You used to give us updates. You must be on a losing streak. I cut streak. that for time because it was eating a lot of time. We've actually done okay tonight. We've, we've shaved about 10 more minutes off. Didn't have, I didn't have long. a good week this week, but I don't know if I lost. I think I only won one, one league for the week. But um, I'm only interested if that's... The one league that you Where were us in. You're representing us. Um, well, you keep talking, I'll tell you. Len Jett, uh, what's your take on Fab giving Charlie four votes in the Prenders? Extraordinary. It was Chera was supposed to have the one vote. <laughs> That's why complete amateurs. But I listed one as Charlie. The algorithm won't know that it's Chera. So. No, no, I've, I've amended it. That's, amended that's it. my votes, by the way, if you want to take them down, were Cripps, Charlie and Doc. Uh, yeah, and then also is it time Sean got a new phone? No, it's time that Sean just remembered to take his charging cable with him and there wouldn't have been a problem. But I, I thought I'd taken it with me and I had not. I've slipped to third. I'm five and three. I've beaten by Pommy and Lek Dog's on top. I thought I had Lek Dog covered. But anyway. We might do a Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga and just take Lek Dog as our coach. <laughs> Whenever Bayern are beaten to something by a German rival, they just take their coach and best players. Is that right? Yeah. I think they did that with, uh, I don't know if it was the year after, um, Borussia Dortmund won the Champions League. And then I don't think it was for the next season, but the season after that, Bayern just went and hired their coach, Otmar Hitzfeld. They said, said, we'll take him, thank you. Um, That wraps us up for another episode. We've shaved a bit of time off. And that's why Bayern were opposed to the Super League so much, because they'd just be another shit kicker in the league. Gotcha. Oh, they'd they'd still be strong. Yeah, they'd be just as strong as everybody else. That's true. Uh, so this week's Prender DJ, it could be a fun one. So I've gotten a bit lateral with this week's Prender DJ, and there's a couple of reasons why. <laughs> Don't I... tell people we've gone lateral. No, we're no, we're no, going to no, get no, some no. weird ass. If you know the band and if you know their discography and if you know the relationships and the makeup of the band, um, this particular song, it's not so much about the lyrics as it is the composition of the song and the bandmates and all that kind of stuff. So listen to it and have a think about it. And hashtag Prender DJ to give it a go. Is it Kiss? You're about to hear it, Timbo. No, you're not about it. I haven't got it on. Oh, I haven't no. got it queued up. I, so like, I like when you play it and me and Tim get to kind of rock out. No, no, I'm going to queue it up later. So for me, Sean Peterbutch, thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to the Giants on Sunday. Tim Davis. Always a pleasure. And uh, I will be the man on the inside and I'll let you know how we're going. Blankets. How much shit have you got in these drawers? You've got... I'm barely <laughs> keeping myself alive, Tim. You've, uh, got, Sean. you've got enough Panadol, like... Pretty much service an entire country. What else is in there? Like a Costa Rica. You've got some shitty vitamins, some multivitamins. What is it? What does it say? This one apparently supports eyesight. That's MacuVision Plus. This one, <laughs> Blackmore's multivitamin for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. It's not working. Helps stunted libido. Which is interesting. 
Uh, and then you got you got these things, which are just I think they're just mints. They're just they're Italian mints. They're yeah. just Italian mints. In this one, you got a bunch of little shot glasses and some Arnott's biscuits, some Arnott's cookies. We apologise for Sean getting distracted in his. Uh... What else have we got in this cupboard? That cupboard's empty. That one's got some cleaning products in it. This you one's got ADHD or what? This one's got a big black rubber fist. <laughs> Sean, it wasn't a fist. Yeah, I know. It was just an outstretched palm, wasn't it? <laughs> oh shit, that that it hurt. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was. Uh, how would you describe that? I didn't see it. You it just was more like a, f- a pyramid. <laughs> it was like a closed. You know what it was like. You know, like when the Queen waves. Yeah. It's almost like the hey, what are you doing? But like pointed a little, a little up. bit more pointy. It's like the head of something that does the pop cracking. The what? Uh, what? Uh, anyway, it's an engineering term. That's when you ream out a uh, a pot. (laughs) Is that a... Yes, that's what it's used for. That's pretty similar, yeah. Ah, Papa Ganoush. (laughs) Say goodbye. (laughs) Hashtag printed DJ. Oh, shit. It's what she used to ream out a pot. hundred percent it is. You reline a pot, but you...